So, welcome back. Welcome back. We're going to pop the bottle now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable talking about sex. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think sometimes when we talk about it here in this format, I don't talk that freely and open because I don't want to... Scare people. Scare people or I want to offend anyone mm-hmm. uh, or say things that are taking out of context. And also because I don't want to share something that will affect someone else's uh, yeah. private life. Yeah, of course. So I think it's good to say that before we go into the next episodes so our listeners know that. Yeah, also if if anyone out there feels triggered about this or feels that needs to go slower with the episodes because they are interested in the subject, but mm-hmm. it sounds like it's too much. You can uh, put pause. So this is like a, a warning, <laughs> like a, a disclaimer. A disclaimer before <laughs> the next episode's coming up. Oh, I don't think it's going to be that. Uh, no, but it's, it's important that everyone respects themselves and uh, the speed that they, that they need mm. to put into discovering these things mm. and adding these things to their mm. lives. I think when you are in the in a sexual relationship mm-hmm. and you will try tantra or yes. techniques, um, kind of the bond is there and you have someone that you practice with. Yeah. Can we say that when you, not the sex, but when you practice uh like we have done with our teachers, when we mm. practice Tantra with someone that is not our partner, can can you agree with me when I say that the reward is almost higher? Do you know what I mean with that? I know what you mean. We spoke about this before. The bond of trust with your teacher should be very, very clear and cultivated. Mm. So no one is taking advantage of that, right? Just so it's no confusion. When I talk from from my experience, yes. it's no sexual act involved. So it, uh, I talk about uh, deep spiritual meditation practices mm-hmm. and uh, initiations that are based on mantras, breathing techniques, and meditations for hours. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, so it's no confusion. But you achieve the same in a way. That's I how ju- I, I experienced tried, it. I, yeah, I tried yeah. both. Yeah. And for me, it was, at one point, it was like, why, we should have done this first. Because this is so much faster. Mm-hmm. But immediately I caught myself uh, thinking that, and it was like, no. The problem is that you would get lost if you try this first. You need to know yeah. what you're doing. Uh, I think when you when you, if you want to reach to that state, it's a lot of it's a reason why you go into different stages of initiations. Yeah. You discuss different topics, or at least that's how I felt f- in my process. That my teacher he knew when I was ready for the next step mm. or the next conversation, and I think it was like a because I didn't have more, I didn't have like a teacher yeah. student relationship. It was more like a dance where we kind of move together Mm. if i discover something in a vision or in a dream and i told him then he knew that i was breaking the next layer or something it's very intricate to describe but i kind of felt like i didn't do anything to impress him or i didn't 
I didn't know that I was breaking the next layer, but our relationship was just evolving that way. Okay, you he wasn't trying to seduce you, you weren't trying to seduce him. No, what no. you were sharing was the, it was a pure act, right? When we met, we just shared insights, we mm-hmm. discussed t- topics, um and we were practicing meditation techniques, breathing techniques. That is a little bit difficult to describe in a few words, but it's Tibetan and yeah. they recite. It's a ritual. It's a specific ritual yeah. that allows you then to go into other kinds of teachings. Yeah. Yeah. When you sit there and you meditate, it's like your energies meet. Mm. You don't even touch, uh, but your energy meet. Mm. And then... You can feel, for me, it was like you can feel the other person. Yeah, it's, it's, the sensation is that there is, uh, there is a point where there is no actual limit between the other person and yourself. It's, it's, it's very difficult to explain it because when you touch someone, you recognize that this is your hand and that is yes. the skin that you're touching. Yeah. But at one point when you are through these breathings and this chanting and these mantras and these meditations, when you touch, you lose sense what is what. It's like everything is like the same thing. I feel like that is the closest thing I can come to when it, when, if you are tapping into pure consciousness or pure potential. Okay. It's like you feel like you are in that field. You, you f- it's a sensation like you are like out of your own skin because <laughs> yes. I, I tend, especially when you go to India and to these places uh, where everything is so invasive in colors and sounds and smells and people touching you and everything, mm-hmm. I, I felt like very inside myself. Mm, yeah. Right? Because I was like invaded mm. by everything. But when you are disconnected. Yeah, from I tried yeah, to disconnect yeah. because it was mm. too much. Mm. But in in these moments, it was like something ebbing out. Mm. And uh, as I told this, uh, this hut was in the middle of nowhere. And the sensation of being like together with everything. I could, I don't, I could listen to the birds outside and I didn't feel difference between me and the mm. birds and him, and the music, and the candle, and myself, and the mm. touch. It was like everything was all together. Mm. The moment that I that I realized that, okay, I am losing completely control, everything is m- meshing together, I got out of the experience. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> because the moment They're I was like, like okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? What is happening? And then I got out. So... It requires... But you were in that state when you were doing your meditation practice? Yes. Yeah. So it was f- you, felt, you felt like you were there? Yeah. And then when you realized that you were there? Yeah. It's like when you realize that you're yes. there, then yes. you are out. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's that interesting. Des- that's, that describes that sensation. But do you feel like you've only been there once? No, no, or? no. That was the first time. Yeah. Mm. That was the first time, and that is... Um, my sensation then was, okay, I will never come back to this. This was so difficult. And in the end, it, it is the other way around because once you yeah. reach there and you yeah. need, you know the road you need to take, 
It is much easier. Try to look at it as an experience. If you go on vacation and you discover this beautiful place and mm. you have a really good time and you just feel 100% happy and you enjoy that moment, you go home, but you don't think, oh, I will never experience that again. Or some people do, but... Some people do. <laughs> yeah, some people do. But I think if you just put that experience with you and really just, oh, that was an amazing experience. I'm so happy I experienced that. And then you go home and, you know, you can go to other trips or yeah. it will yeah or yeah. don't not th think so much about what it will happen but i think it's a very good picture when you say in a daily life you can feel like you're inside your body and then yeah. you look at people from the inside out yes and then you can feel your heart your chest your breath your soul is inside of you mm. uh, when you when you blend into someone else's energy in the tantric practice you can it's like you your body dissolves yes and then yeah your heart and your and it's, it's not like me and you anymore no and in yoga we talk about duality and we mm -hmm. talk about being one and yeah yeah the non-dualistic aspect yes but I, i think to really understand what it means <laughs> when you had had this experience you know what it means but it's uh, hard to of course it's impossible i think it's impossible to stay there When you're living on no, you you life. need you need to come back to you because you need mm. to live your life. Yeah, but what I think is good is when you have these extreme experiences of non-duality and you merge into something and you tap into what I call the source. Uh, you have it's like when I uh, shared the his story with my the first time I had sex. Yes. I, then I know, I know that it's possible to have a vision of something, to, mm. to make a manifestation real, and then you have it with you. That's yeah. what I feel. So when you tap into this field w within a tantric practice, you know what's there. It's like you go to a vacation, you see this beautiful ri mm. nature or, or river, you go home and you have it in your mental picture. You know it's there. And you know you can always go back if you want to. I, <laughs> I Or if you have time. Or if you have time, yeah, of course. Side note, Tantra <laughs> takes a lot of time. It it does. Yes. I was I was thinking about that because it's um when you were talking, I was thinking about uh, I am a huge Friends fan, the TV series. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the reunion? Yeah, <laughs> of course I saw. Uh, I watched the reunion. I I, I loved it. Um, I I watched. Friends, every time that I needed something to uplift me in my life, mm -hmm. so I know episodes by heart. Mm -hmm. And there is an episode in season three or four where um, Chandler dates uh, a girl, and Monica tries to explain about the seven different erogenous zones in the female body. Mm -hmm. And when she tries to describe how to reach to seven, which is the most important original zone in a woman, mm -hmm. she goes like one, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, four, five, okay. four, five, six, <laughs> yeah. five, six, seven, seven, seven. <laughs> yeah. And that for me is the perfect... I when I rewatched uh, the these seasons a couple of years ago, uh, for me was like this is a very tantric explanation on how things go, mm. because you it's not that you go full throttle into uh, blunt sex with someone, you you are more around, more in the whole, more creating the common space, mm. more merging bit to bit. Mm. 
more adding senses on top of that. And then when the actual sexual contact arrives, is something that is supernatural. It doesn't feel forced. It's exactly. Like, this is exactly what you want mm. and you feel the strong connection. Mm. But if you go directly to seven without mm. going one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. eh, it's not the same. And I think that's also where you are more self-aware. Exactly. Then that's when you start thinking, does this person think I'm pretty enough or fit enough or good enough at what I do? Yeah. And that's when you start to... But when you, are, when you come to that place where it just feels natural, you don't really care. That's, that's not in your mind. But what I said with the side note... Yeah. Uh, that that period, takes time. The periods of life where I have had time to or prioritized or it just happened naturally that mm. I practiced this, it just consumed my life in a way. Mm. Um, so I think it's for people out there who think it's hard to get to this uh, state that we talk about, it's, it's hard, I think, if you are living a regular life, going to work, you have maybe a couple of hours you can reach something pleasant and nice, and but to go so deep, like we try to explain here, mm-hmm. I, and you were in India, so you yes. probably dedicated your yes I your life at the time at the time, there. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I can pretty much choose what I do with my days. And back then, I didn't mm-hmm. have kids either, so uh, uh, if I wanted to go MIA for a week, I could. <laughs> Um, and it, yeah, it takes a lot of time. And also it takes a lot of commitment because there is, a, in yoga we talk a lot about uh, abhyasya and bhairagya, which means um, to be constant in your attempts and do not expect result. Mm-hmm. That is the only way yeah. to break layers, mm. to be always present and constant in your mm. practice and do not expect anything to happen. Mm. And that is a mindset that is very hard to get sometimes, mm. especially for Westerners, because we are like, okay, mm. this is it. I'm doing everything that I should be doing, so give me mm. a prize. We do something because of the reward. Mm. And that means that the way there is not that, enjoyable for us Mm. my spiritual journey has always been um, when I stopped thinking that I was going to be enlightened (laughs) in my (laughs) teens Uh, for me it it has always just been the journey and then when I met my teacher it was I never expected anything or a goal really Mm. but every time I was with him was just so intense intense every time I was with him or we had conversations I felt like my mind was expanded like 10x and then, of course, you don't think about the goal because it's not really a goal to reach when you are committed to know more about what is happening, what is the uh, state you can reach or what happens when you meditate this in this technique or, yeah. And then you stumble over these uh, things that will open your mind. Okay. You will tell me if this is unrelated or not, but... That leads me to think about something that a lot of people ask me about having sex in the first date or not. Yeah. Because it's, it's about 
I don't think it's about having sex in the de- in the first date or not, but mm-hmm. it's is about the intensity of the connection when you have the opportunity to go intimate with another person. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about the intimacy level that you got with your teacher that wasn't really sexual, but it was very intimate. Or how my teacher constructed intimacy in a way where when we took the steps into the sexual practices, I felt that it was fine. Mm -hmm. So there is something. It's not about sex in the first date, but there is something about creating intimacy first and then going into that, right? I think we have to divide the uh, sexual act Mm. and the sexual... uh, We need to define that. I think when you go on a date... Um, it's something else, right? Yeah. But I never went on any... I, I, I don't think I ever went on the first date or date in that sense. Okay. Um, how can... I did. Yeah, I know a lot of people go like, I'm going on a date. And yeah, then you yeah, have expectations that maybe this is someone I will like. Yeah. Isn't that... Sometimes you go on a date with that intention. Yeah, but it also happens that you go on a date because... You like the other person and you want to get laid, right? <laughs> yeah, but that has never been the case for me. So th- that's why I have to think a little bit when you ask me that question. I think it's totally fine to have uh, sex on the first date if you want to have, if you want to get laid. Yeah. Mm. But I have always been, uh, the sex part in itself has never been important for me. Yeah, but th- in that sense, yeah, I ma- it makes sense. Because Be- of the story, when I said the first, my first. Um, because you built intimacy with that guy for one year and a half. Yeah, by myself. By yourself. Yes. Yeah, but that, that's <laughs> what I mean. It's like, um, I think that for a tantric encounter, no matter if it's uh, meditation or is contact practices, mm-hmm. You need to create intimacy with the other person. Intimacy is something else, right? Yeah, exactly. It's and I think uh, I think people are more afraid of intimacy than sex. Of course, and that is the problem. Yeah, it's, it's much easier to bury your ass than to bury your emotions. Yeah. Madonna said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I think the word sex is. Um, Okay, let's. I, I want to take this from another perspective. Let's let's put sex out of the equation. Let's. The sexual act. Yeah. What happens when you don't have the sexual act at all in the equation? Like yeah. you, that's that's not what you think about. Yeah. The problem is when you meet someone, you have a chemistry. You get intimate. You open. You think like, oh, do I want to have sex with this person? Mm-hmm. Th- that's when you start to block or it opens. You mm-hmm. go on the first date because you want to know if you can have sex with that person, right? Mm-hmm. You like the person. You have a good chemistry. You smile. And then, oh, you want to go for dinner? Yeah. You sit, in, you sit in that dinner kind of to find out, do I really want to have sex with this person? Am I right? <laughs> yes. Is that, yeah, is that yeah. how it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're paying for dinner so you can yeah. know the other person better to see if you want to get laid with them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the way I approach the thing is opposite. I'm not saying I don't think about sex, but I'm saying that when, uh, if we talk about my teacher in that sense, 
I didn't talk about sex or think about sex. Mm. But I can be intimate and open and i dare to open and be that intimate that you would that a normal person would only be if they want sex from someone else that i saw yeah that's very clear yeah yeah, yeah. and that is a key difference when you open yourself to people and you dare to bring people into your life and you dare to live your life in that sense that's when everything shifts you stop and you tone yourself down because you are afraid of the sex act. The same when it comes to... Actually, I can m mention my partner now. Mm -hmm. When we were in the beginning, because he looked like a computer geek. Yes. And I look a little bit more... Like a little bit different style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had actually... Like a hip-hop queen, I can say, if you don't know her. Yeah, but yeah. it could people could be really rude. People could... Guys could s stop and yes. point at him and look at me and like, yeah. what are you doing with this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people that knew me were asking, are you together? What? Uh, this is not something you would be with. Or, you know, they just had really. Yeah. 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 Like a very clear cut. Yes. Of idea. the type of person I would be dating. And I said, we are not dating. We are not. Uh, we are not together or whatever, because people didn't. Uh, wouldn't understand anyways my point is why i ended up being with him in the way that i do now is when i met him i was not thinking about sex mm -hmm. uh, or can i have sex with this guy or not if i had started to think like that i think i would never experience all these things that i did with him mm. because i didn't have sex the sexual act in the picture i was still feeling this chemistry with him it has nothing to do with his appearance or his background or we, that we were from different places we just were in the moment we were going with the everything that came to us in a sense and, and also i think and i have to s yes. uh, end this with yeah. if i had stopped up for a moment and start to think like girls do like is this someone i would date or do i want to have sex with this guy or can he be the father to my kids you know everything that's <laughs> under there i would think no this is a waste of time yeah instead i just live my life fully with the p people i meet and then i don't think about what what the result will be mm. i just think this is what we have now it's amazing and i open up and mm. yeah it's just been a ride but in that sense the level of intimacy that you build together mm. is very strong when you talk to each other you don't bullshit mm. each other mm. you talk in a very loving way mm. but to the point mm -hmm. and saying you know what there is a blind spot here mm. you're not seeing this mm. is what mm. is what i see mm. from my perspective mm. and the way that you relate to other people the way that you relate to the teachers that you work with or uh, when we are the three of us talking to each other there is a willing for connection mm. that makes a that, that makes a lot of a difference because there is no way of being in a tantric experience being stingy. <laughs> stingy? What yeah, is stingy? Like selfish. <laughs> like, no, I, I, want, I want pleasure for myself. Uh, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't work. Uh, I, I think that building intimacy is, is a grounding stone mm. that puts 
sex into perspective and into the practice. Sex should be, in the tantric practice, a meaning of connection. I know that sex by itself is, is fun. But I also know in, in the queer community there are lots of people that use a lot of drugs to be able to open up to have sex. Mm. Chemsex is, is something that is very common in the yeah. whole Europe and in the US, in the gay community. And those are connection drugs. Yeah, of course people want to have sex because for many people that can be the only way they really, really connect with themselves and someone else. But I see in that sense, people have a lot of blockages to be able to have intimacy mm. and they try to bypass those blockages the best way they can. Mm. Some people drink, some people uh, have drugs, some people uh, wear uh, short skirts and sit on top of guys. Some guys uh, go to the gym and use uh, a tank top and um, a lot of oils to show the muscles. And they try to remove those blockages from intimacy uh, in the willing to be able to connect with someone else. And oh, now I'm that seeing That is kind it. of the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. Now I'm seeing it from this point. Yeah. I had been on the other side of the fence. I'm not <laughs> playing like the enlightened person here. <laughs> but when I see that, it's like... I... I see a lot of heartbreak because people are really willing to connect. Mm. And they, they have a lot of expectation on what should come from those encounters. Mm. And there is a much kinder way to get there. It is, but I think if you look at it from a different perspective again, mm. I think we can use the example of uh, when you say that you and me, we had very different upbringings, we had yes. different paths, very different but we kind of end up in the same place. And I like to believe that if you sit there dressed up like a, what do you call it? All the English words that come up are really, really bad. But okay. yeah, like, um, like. But if you put up that facade, like you explained, yes. you sit in the bar and you are like making jokes and you're being very feminine or yeah, putting yeah. up makeup or whatever and uh, because you want that connection. You're showing yourself available, I would say politely. Yeah. Yeah. And we we can sit here now and say they are not vulnerable or they don't open up for intimacy, but deep, deep inside, they just want connection. Exactly. And if that is the intention behind what they do, does for me, it's like it doesn't matter if they do that or if they go to a temple. No. Because then the intention no. will be the same. I am not judging. Yeah. No, no. No, that's, no. No, I'm not. Uh, this is not for you. It's more for people out there. Um because it goes back to the intention, right? And we know that it can be a more pleasant way to, to reach that connection. Mm -hmm. But some people, I think they need the struggle and they need to go through that to understand that the pleasantness is real. I meet people that are, they don't believe that things can come easy. Yeah. Uh, people don't believe that true love can come without drama. Yeah. That is very, very common for people. Yeah, yeah. I I've think, been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, this has to be true love because we are like fighting all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, uh, and like you have to have arguments in a relationship. If not, it's not healthy. And then I'm with my 
current yes. partner and I, I think we we didn't have an argument before I was pregnant. <laughs> so it's okay. and I don't feel like we didn't have a good loving relationship. And then you blame it on the or- the hormones. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we go through the journey and as long as the intention is right, I think and we will not go there, but it's much worse if you sit there if you want if you want to deceive people and you want to really yeah if you have other intentions i in that sense i when i see people longing for connection and not finding it mm. i i i feel that pain i see people wanting to feel loved mm. and wanting to feel less alone because one of the things that for me this tantric experience experiences gave me you don't feel alone yeah, anymore. I don't feel alone anymore. <laughs> High five. Yes. Yes, that I, sums it up. I felt lonely my whole life. Yeah, Even yeah, if yeah. I have these experiences oh of yeah, yes. amazing yeah. relationships, I always felt yeah, like, this loneliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was an artist, I wrote songs about, uh, uh, I, I wrote like, loneliness can eat you alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yes. And I could be so happy or look happy and I could be happy, but I still felt this loneliness and that disappeared after. Yeah. For me, uh, (laughs) I just remembered uh, a phrase that I wrote when I was maybe 19 or 20 years old. That was, come love and rescue me from this drowning eyes of loneliness. And that is the thing. Once you lived these situations a couple of times in your life, it doesn't matter how often you go to this place, you know that there is a yeah. place you can come back yeah. to. Yeah, and then you have that mental picture and you you know it's there. Yeah. This amazing feeling of connection to everything. Yeah. And that kind of soothes you and tells you, ah, it's, it's yeah. going to be fine. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for today. (laughs) Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.